what is up if you are a freelance writer and you want to get high paying clients basically coming to you banging down your door for your clients asking you to write for them without ever pitching again without having to quote unquote work on your craft or use freelance writing sites this is the podcast for you my name is Dallas I'm a freelance writer and a freelance writing coach in today's episode is actually a continuation of episode one In episode one, I talked about the principle of how it is you can have high-paying clients come to you, begging you to pay them. The same way we beg to like we apply and beg to get into colleges so that we we basically beg to pay them 20 grand a year. We basically beg and apply and hope we get into apartments. We hope we can pay them two thousand a month for the next few years. And basically, I broke down, you know, it can really be defined as good marketing, how we can do that in episode one. And so I'm going to do a little continuation of that in this, you know, that that principle in this episode. And so, you know, where I left off in the story yesterday is that Myron Golden said, you don't want to send your message, your product to everybody in search of a sale. Essentially, what you want to do is want to make you, you want to make your message visible to everybody. I said at that moment because I had a lot of marketing, you know, I learned a lot from the main you know, marketing guy, Russell Brunson, I was to about marketing already. And it made that that quote made everything Russell has ever said really make sense. You have to make your product visible. And so I want to tell a story about, you know, the story that followed in tandem with that realization. Once I realized that I want to make my message and my mark, you know, my product more visible and have people come to me because they can see it now, the same way billboards do, um, this is the story that immediately came to mind that really solidified that idea. And so I'm a wrestler, okay? And so this is that's one of the reasons I follow Russell Brunson, because he was a state champion wrestler, and that's something that you know I can relate to. Wrestling for my high school years was one of the biggest parts of my life it was one of the biggest things in my life you know I was a regional champion as a senior and the MVP of my team Uh, I also won the takedown specialist award because I had the most takedowns that year possibly in school history who knows um I was a J but but really wrestling became a big part of my life when I won the JV county championship as a sophomore um that is a complete, you know, uh, that's a tale for another episode. It was a, it was an extreme battle. The dude that I was going up against, you know, they said, oh, he was undefeated on the year. They said he should have been on varsity, all types of different things about this guy. And it really came down to the last second, um, 12 seconds left on the clock. And, uh, you know, it's in this gymnasium in this school called Hereford. And, you know, the light's hanging from the ceiling. Everything in the gym is pitch black except the light on the middle mat and this me and this guy wrestling. And, you know, no one thought I was going to win, but um, one of the most eventful moments in my life, I can say. So wrestling was a big part of my life. But but to explain the principle of how you make clients come to you without pitching or doing any of that, Russell Brunson, in one of his uh, podcast episodes, explained this story. Um, what they call, you know, when your people come to you to buy, they call that traffic. It's like cars leaving their house and going, going to a store to buy a product. They call that traffic. Okay, and so he uses the term traffic, and I might use that interchangeably throughout the story that I tell. He says when he was a wrestler in high school, one of the things that all wrestlers did was like they would, you know, because they're athletes, so they don't have a lot of time for homework. You know, they would all do out there. You know, they would go to school and go to their classes, obviously, in the morning. I think he went to Boise State to wrestle in college. 
And, uh, you know, <laughs> actually in my high school career, there was a lot of things going on in my life and my family. And my grade, my grade point average got to a 2.0 and I got kicked off the team. And so that happens to a lot of athletes because they're doing so much in their life with the sport. They're so committed to sport and, you know, a little less committed to their grades. And so all the wrestlers from Russell Brunson's team, he said they used to go to the, you know, the, the library after school and they were supposed to study at the library. Like they would study and make sure their grades were all right so that no one would get kicked off the team. And one of the things they would do is they would study for like the first 15 minutes, but eventually they would all go to this website uh, called theintermat.com. Okay. And theintermat.com, it's a wrestling website. Okay. And uh, it's like articles about the latest news in wrestling, their latest matchups, who won the Olympics, who won the world champions, who won these college matchups. You know, they would like, I had rank, I was ranked 15 in high school uh, at the beginning of my senior season uh, in the entire state. And so they would have like the rankings on for college on those websites as well as high school and things like that. And so they would go and they would geek out on the on this wrestling website after school every day uh, instead of studying like they were supposed to. Right. And um, one of the things that Russell Brunson noticed is that, you know, like like for me, all the wrestlers, well, the wrestlers around me in high school weren't really interested in wrestling. But every wrestler in the world goes to like flow wrestling on Instagram to learn about wrestling. Okay. And so all the wrestlers in his, in his, you know, college would go to intermat.com. And one of the things that he was describing was that he remembers distinctly that no matter where he went in the world, like he, he was sitting in the computer lab one time and he was just realizing that because there would be forums on there and people, they'd be chatting with wrestlers from different colleges and different schools. And they would go to different schools to wrestle other teams. And they would see wrestlers in the computer room on intermat.com. And one of the things that he realized was that no matter where he went in America, some like there would always like be a computer lab in that state or in that County or in that city or in that school with wrestlers gathered, gathered around this website to learn about wrestling, to hear about wrestling. And he distinctly remembers that, you know, a lot of the times there would be ads popping up on that website, you know, or, you know, they would sell us wrestling stuff like headgear. They would sell us shoes, you know, you know shooting sleeves, uh, which wrestling, when you go for a takedown, they call it shooting. They would go for a shoot, like, so you would put a sleeve on your leg so you don't damage your knee. Uh, they would sell shooting sleeves and things like that. And Later in his entrepreneurial career, he looked up, I suppose, some of these companies that would sell some of these, you know, this merchandise. And um, a lot of these companies were big companies. A lot of these companies are making a lot of money. Um, you can even use like websites like SEM Rush, okay? And SEM Rush, what it does is it shows you the websites that companies are sending their advertisements to. And I remember listening to his, you know, after Myron Golden said, you want to make your message visible. This was the first thing that comes to my mind. Because what Russell Brunson said was all the wrestlers in the United States, all the traffic, they're gathered on this one website. Okay. And so if you're a wrestling company, you don't have to go and DM every wrestler in America. You just have to make your message more visible to the wrestlers. And what that entails is putting it where they're already looking. Right. And so basically what that means is, you know, this is how he summed it up in a nutshell is you don't have to go and find traffic. You don't have to find customers. They already exist. They're gathered in a specific location. What you have to do is just jump. Like there's a stream of customers going to a specific place. All you have to do is jump in front of that stream and tell them what you have. And that was one of the 
principles he used just making his message more visible for his company to grow his company click funnels to a billion dollar you know they make 150 million a year probably more than now it's a billion dollar company um that was one of the things that he learned you know traffic is already existing on the internet you know like like rappers if you're a rapper you don't have to dm spam every comment section people go to specific pages on instagram to learn about the new and upcoming rappers if you just post yourself on that page then people will see you and hear about your music. It, everything is set up that way, once you really think about it. And Russell Brunson kind of broke down a lot of these strategies in his, in his own podcast. Like uh, movies, for example. Movies come out every year. How do they market them? The actors in the movies, they go to radio stations where people are already tuning in. And they just make the message of their movie more visible by telling the people who are already listening to the radio, who are already looking, looking at Jimmy Fallon or The Late Night Show, about the movie that's coming. You just jump in front of the stream of traffic and you start to get buyers. You don't have to pitch each one of them individually. That was the principle that he was bringing up right there. And, uh, you know, that's how he grew his company from the ground up, just jumping in front of the streams of traffic. So what we have to do as freelance writers is find out where are people who want writing information, who who want freelance writers to write for them, where are they gathered up? Gathered up? What library are they in? Looking at a, what website are they looking at? Then we could put an ad on that website, and some will click it, and you'll get customers coming to you and paying for you automatically that way. And so that's the first story that I thought about after listening to what Myron Golden had to say. But the second thing that immediately popped up in my mind was, wait. You know, you can do this, Russell Brunson. You know, you're a genius marketer. You have probably a lot of money. You know, you you can like you have a lot more resources than I can. You're probably maybe maybe you know you're maybe smarter than than I am. You know, you have a lot more time than I do to figure out how all this stuff works. I remember thinking this for the first time, like walking down to uh, and so I had this bright shining moment. I went to go have lunch with my girlfriend, and immediately that same day, I kind of was like defeated again, like. Like, I don't know if I can do this. And so I went home that same day and I kind of went to sleep and, you know, I, you know, I, I really, I really, I, it, it, it was a start, but you know, that's that this new, uh, epiphany that I discussed, it, it led to more questions and problems than I had before. And I didn't know if this thing would work for me. And so, you know, what happened after that is pretty much I woke up the next morning and I realized, well, I have to kind of make it work because remember at that point in time, I have no money. I don't really have a lot of time on my hands because we're about to move to California. I need a couple thousand dollars. Um, you know, I don't really have much experience with marketing. Like, I don't know how this stuff works. But I woke up the next morning. I realized, wait, well, um, you don't really have a choice. You kind of have to figure it out. And so from there, I just kind of learned a little bit more about specifically because that's the strategy. Jump in front of the traffic stream. But what are the tactics that I have to learn? And one of the people that I followed also for market information was Steven Larson. And so now that I understood that I had to make my message more visible, I began to research, okay, how is it actually done? And so I remember watching a Steven Larson video about it, and he described his four favorite ways of doing that, of jumping in front of the stream of traffic and making his message more visible. I don't have any money. I don't have any time. I can't do all this stuff. I don't know if this is going to work for me. It's essentially what I'm thinking. But then uh, I actually started to stuck my head out and actually took a leap of faith and started learning and Stephen Larson broke down in this video his four favorite traffic methods and I'm looking at it right now the first one is publishing okay you know what publishing is right publishing is literally like putting a video on YouTube putting out content putting posts on Instagram you know just saying hey guys I do freelance writing services making a podcast like I'm making now which is basically free to do a Facebook post 
You know, that was one of my earlier methods that helped me actually get clients. Post in a Facebook group where, not where freelance writers are, but where people actually are. You know, that's a horrible method, but, you know, it's, it's just an example. You know, post links everywhere and things like that. Publishing. The second thing was affiliates. What an affiliate is, is you essentially have someone else find the traffic for you and pitch your product to them for you. And they just take a percentage and you get the rest. Okay. So basically it's like, uh, you know, like pitching, for example, I could say, Hey guys, I want you guys, a hundred people. And this is something I actually did. And how I was getting a bunch of the phone calls that I got. I say, I want you all to pitch for me. I want you to send out pitches for me all day. Well, I'll just sit back and relax and do nothing. And you, when I, when, you know, when the BCP people come and call my phone and I get the sale, let's say it's a $2,000 sale, I'll give you 500 or a thousand dollars and I get a thousand dollars for doing really nothing. Then maybe I take another 500 and make someone else write the book for me. So I get 500 for free, you know? And so that was the second one. It was, um, it was, um, affiliates. The next one is dream 100, which dream 100 is kind of the same, but a little different dream 100 is like, you know, what are the hundred, you know, people that have all the traffic that you're looking for. And so if you're a rapper, it's like, you know, a rap page is in your dream 100 or like, um, like where are all your customers already gathered up? Okay. And who are they listening to? Like if you're a marketer and you have like a marketing course, all the marketers are already listening to Russell Brunson. And so he's one person in your dream 100, AKA, you know, your group of a hundred influences who already have your audience. They're already listening to Russell Brunson. If you're an entrepreneur, you want to sell, you, you want to sell to entrepreneurs, Tony Robbins. He has entrepreneurs listening to him every day. If you just get on Tony Robbins' platform, if you get on his show or if you get on his podcast, you can sell to his entire audience. That's what the Dream 100 was, okay? And um, so the next thing was, I'm trying to, this app keeps closing up, is, is, is literally paid ads. And one thing Stephen Larson actually said, kind of, you know, set a light bulb in my head because he said paid ads was his least favorite traffic method. It was the least thing he did. And I realized that, every other traffic method that he actually suggested was free and it was a quote that he left us with he said you know you're going to pay one way or another but it's not all monetary you're going to either pay with actual money or you're going to pay with a little bit of your time you're going to work to get the traffic and Russell Brunson actually has a whole book called traffic secrets around this entire quote you know you're either going to buy your way in or work your way in okay and so where early on I was kind of defeated. I'm like, I don't have money to pay for ads and I don't have time to wait, you know, to learn all this stuff and all these, I don't know if this is going to work for me. You know, I realized like, okay, a lot of these methods to get traffic are actually free and they don't really take as long as you would think, you know? And so I set up and, you know, affiliate programs and, you know, I started working my way into the dream 100 and, um, I'm actually working on like, like this was like without money, without time, anything and started to get my first four figure clients in the door just off the strength of uh really knowing how it worked and you know it was a silly thing of me for in the first place to say okay i don't have time when when those first few phone calls started coming in because pitching was way worse and took a lot more time than just picking up the phone and telling people about my services ever took you understand what i'm saying and so and I don't know, pitching was, was miserable and these methods were free and they would just have people coming to me and 
in a way, and it came to me in a way where they paid me pretty much anything that I would ask for. Um, it, it was completely crazy. And so essentially what I'm bringing to you with this entire quote, I didn't know that he would work with me. I didn't know, like I'm working on a launch right now that I'm doing. Uh, I'm, I'm teaching people how to you launch without money, without, you know, a good credit score, without anything. Like it, it's a fascinating study, but that's a separate project that I'm working on right now. Um, but this, this is literally the same way. Like you don't need money, a good credit score, a lot of time to get high. You know, you don't really need any of that. You know, you don't need to be a good writer to, or put, have put in the work writing to get, or you don't have to be in the United States. You don't have to be any of that to get high paying clients as a freelance writer. I think this can all really be best be summed up by a Tony Robbins quote that, you know, kind of held me down through that time that I was working. And the quote was this, there's never a lack of resources. There's only a lack of resourcefulness. Okay, there's never a lack of resources. There are only, there's only ever a lack of resourcefulness, and so the moment that I realized I had to do this and I had to get resourceful instead of looking for resources and excuses not to do it, um, it got done, um, and it, it was completely free and a lot easier than I thought to do. To switch this to this system was a lot less painful than to actually do what I was already doing and sending out pitches and working on Fiverr and when I could get my money immediately instead of waiting 14 days and losing 20% and all these different things. And so, yeah, man, I, it, you know, one of the things that we have to learn is just to take a leap of faith and be resourceful instead of worrying about limitations and resourcefulness. And, you know, that was also one of the reasons I did those calls that I did in December of 2019 in January 2020. You know, these people that were picking up the phone, like they didn't have any money and they were living in different places in different countries all over the world. And they didn't have parents that could help them or anybody that could bail them out of the situation. And some of them didn't have jobs and they were desperate and they were underwater and they were trying to figure out how to make it. And all of these people, this strategy and this method worked for all of them across the board, whether they were China, India, it worked for them. And they were able to get high paying clients because it's not about resources. It's about resourcefulness. Um, and so those are kind of the four strategies that you want to pay attention to. Um, and three of the four, you know, just jumping in front of that traffic, it doesn't require anything but yourself in, 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 in a little bit of effort and maybe a little bit of time also. So yeah, that's pretty much it. And so all of this information I'm teaching you, I know this is like a lot of heavy stuff. I have something coming up, it, you know, that's going to break it down for you in the most crazy way. And it's, it, it'll be, you know, just, just look out for it. it it's coming, um, coming up, it, it'll blow your mind away. Um, so, so look out for that. I got something coming up. And it, it, this thing that I have coming up, it probably will only be available for 24 hours. Um, you know, just, just, just look out for it. it it'll be cool. Secondly, I want to say, like I said, on episode seven, I'm going to, or, or maybe at episode seven, I'm going, maybe before that though, I'm going to put a link in description. You know, all these people that I'm talking about that I helped make money as freelance writers, I just did it through a free phone call and I'm going to start offering those free phone calls again. I'm not going to pitch you on those phone calls. I'm not going to offer you to buy anything. I don't have anything for you to buy. I'm not going to offer you a product or service. I'm just going to help you get clients for your freelance writing business. And so I want to do those free phone calls. I'm going to put a, a link to my calendar. You could just pick any time or date that you want to get on the phone and talk to me about your freelance writing problems. And I'm going to solve them for you in a 15 minute phone call. Um, and so that's going to be I think I'm going to put that on the description of the seventh episode. This is episode number two. So it'll be five more days in, in five more episodes. But I may put it, put that link out beforehand. So you, I want you to keep up with this podcast and listen and stay attentive. Okay. 
And so when it comes to that free phone call, I want to make sure that I'm talking to people that are, you know, that are serious about this, that are committed to this, and that are going to keep learning from this podcast and actually become something as a freelance writer and get, you know, get real results and get real, you know, have a real business. If you're not serious about this, then don't take the phone call. But if you are serious about this, I want to see that you're serious. And the way that I see that is that I want you to subscribe to this podcast and I want you to rate and review this podcast. And that way I know that you're actually a part of this podcast. You're actually a part of this movement and that you're going to be, you know, along the journey with us for, for the long run. Okay. But this is Dallas. Thank you for listening to Freelance Writing Secrets Podcast. And uh, I'll see you in the next episode, which will probably likely be tomorrow. Peace out.